Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Off the Beaten Podcast, the pod that takes an intimate look at the city of and people of Chicago. I'm Dion, your host, and this is episode 16 of our Napod Pomo journey down Western Avenue, the longest street in Chicago. Okay, so let's get right to it. Uh, we got our Google Earth and we're ready to go. So we're now at the intersection of West 15th Street and Southwestern Avenue. So as we start heading north, you will notice the Union Pacific Railroad uh, rail yard on our right. Picturesque, right? (laughs) So as we walk up to Roosevelt Avenue, there are two places on this stretch that I want to point out to you. As we look to our left, west, you will see the Chicago Hope Coffee House. So Chicago Hope Coffee is a community-centered cafe on the west side of Chicago providing specialty coffee and a heartwarming breakfast, lunch, and pastries. Their employment focuses on second chances, and 100% of all proceeds go to the Chicago Hope Academy. So the Chicago Hope Academy, which was founded 15 years ago, is a college preparatory academy that offers a private, faith-based education to approximately 240 youth in grades 9 through 12 here on the west side of Chicago. I discovered Chicago Hope Coffee while attending meetings in the Austin neighborhood for work and then trying to figure out a place to work for a few hours after my meetings. I'd seen the location while biking through the city as well as while on the bus that goes past here. So one day I finally checked it out and it is fabulous. Great drinks, great food, beautiful interior and a clean bathroom, which is important. I highly recommend you check this location out. And of course, there will be a link to their website in the episode notes. Now, let's look the other way to the east. On the north side of the street, a block down, you will see two big white buildings. So those two buildings make up the Cook County Juvenile Temporary Detention Center. The Juvenile Temporary Detention Center provides temporary secure housing for youth from the ages of 10 through 16 years who are awaiting adjudication of their cases by the Juvenile Division of the Cook County Courts. Uh, The center also provides care for youth who have been transferred from juvenile court jurisdiction to criminal court. Uh, These youth would otherwise be incarcerated in the county jail. Uh, The detention center provides youth with a, okay, quotes, (laughs) safe secure and caring environment with programs and structure that enhance personal development and improve opportunity for success upon return to the community as they state on their website this year there there were about there are about 240 children between the ages of 10 and 17 detained in the cook county juvenile detention center on any given night Um, And just as a side note, it costs $520 per day to detain one child in the JTDC. But last year, uh, 2,764 children were detained. uh, And in the first quarter of this year, 578 children uh, were detained. I will include uh, a couple links with more statistics about the JTDC down in the episode notes. You can check them out. Obviously, there are tons of information you can Google as well. But definitely, it's one of the bigger buildings, (laughs) obviously, one of the bigger organizations uh, in this neighborhood. So I just thought uh, it was worth pointing out to you. Now, as we proceed north, we will find ourselves in the Tri-Taylor neighborhood. I'll admit, I don't know tons about this neighborhood, but here's what I was able to pull up through research. 
The Tri-Taylor neighborhood is actually a historic district here on the near west side of Chicago. The district is primarily residential and includes over 400 buildings. Most of the district's buildings are row houses and almost all are from the late 19th century. Their designs are notable for the frequent use of applied decorative elements uncommon elsewhere in Chicago. The district developed in the wake of the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 and was mainly the home to middle-class residents relocating from immigrant neighborhoods. While the district's residents were mainly Western European, particularly German and Irish in its first decades, the area became predominantly Italian around 1900 and remained so until it entered a decline in the 1940s and 50s. The district was added to the National Register of Historic Places on March 3, 1983. And I'll actually include uh, down in the episode notes a link to the nomination form for the historic district so you can read actually way more about the history than what I just included. Really interesting stuff. I definitely encourage you to check it out. So that will bring us to North Congress Parkway, which is also the north border of the Tri-Taylor Historic District. And that's it for this one mile of Western Avenue. Uh, thank you so much for checking this out. Thank you so much for listening. Those of you who've been following uh, this series, I appreciate you all so much. Um, and I will see you all next episode. Thank you for listening. Please take a moment to subscribe. Um, share this if you liked it. Share it with someone else that you think might enjoy it. And if you have a few extra moments, please rate and review on the podcast listener of your choice. And then until next time, be good. Do good. Peace.